Welcome to the Salmon Poetry Podcast. Salmon Poetry is an Irish publisher based in Ennis Diamond, County Clare, home to our bookshop and literary centre. You can find our titles and new projects on www.salmonpoetry.com. Salmon Poetry is supported by the Arts Council of Ireland. Hello, I'm Cahill Dallet and I'm reading from my Salmon Poetry collection, Beautiful Lofty Things. And that's lofty things, not in the Yeatsian sense of high-minded, but things you might have in a box in the loft or cellar, on a bookshelf or in a drawer somewhere, ordinary, neglected, sometimes forgotten things that are part of a story. And the object that connects with the first poem I've chosen here is a small Moroccan jar my wife bought when, sailing to Madeira or High Brazil as we once knew it, with our baby son, we disembarked in Casablanca with all its associations. So the epigraph, The Fundamental Things Apply, comes from the Herman Hupfield song in the Bogart Bergman film, as does the title. You must remember this. Zero memorable in that tourist town chaos afternoon, this jar, some tiles, no emigre gin joint to walk into to chant Allons enfants over Uber alleys. No, just the predictable souk, haggle, persistence and push, a pestilence of flies. And the taxi driver, our son's folded pushchair unlashed on his luggage rack, chugging the three of us in a rattled Simca 1000, a mere 500 metres, give or take, from the port, to rip us off in dirhams, predictably, as we must have looked all of our 22 years. But you will remember this, and it's somewhere in attic albums too, you, short-haired for once, in pale blue shirt sleeves, long, ruched red skirt, Morocco leather flip-flops, lost in thought at a ship's white-glossed rail, as we sail out of the blue into sear stark heat and light, oceans, continents, a world ahead of us. Among the objects that have inspired the poems are musical instruments, gadgets, gallery postcards and the odd book. So the image opposite this poem in Beautiful Lofty Things is my paperback copy of The Confessions of Zeno by James Joyce's Triestian friend Italos Fabo, who lived in South London at a time and wrote about England. Nothing to do with Zeno's paradox about the grains of millet, but when I saw a horse's nosebag of millet spilled on the pavement opposite Fabo's house, uh, the epigraph is This England is so different the title of Svevo's collected letters from his time in Charlton Church Lane. Horse. The huge head lies across the pavement outside the Chinese, one large blinkered eye unblinking, Zeno's millet bag scattered, and the rag and bone carts swag, a baby belling, telly and a small spin dryer, tumbled, strewn in our midsummer roadway, all down the steep hill that could crack a noble heart. Still awesome, the head, as those I could see inside a dark forge, en route to the tanyards daily, or snorting, shivering, whinnying at our fence wire, with Willie Parker insisting they loved stroking, could sense your fear. I'm back among cavalry, at Balaclava, Gettysburg, at Agincourt, as the totter mutters on about how he'd be put to some great and unnecessary expense to get the bleeding horse shifted, and no mistake.
No ideas but in things, William Carlos Williams said, and the things in the loft in this poem seem to carry not just one's own story, but keys to all sorts of family connections, past and future. And ironically, as they start you thinking about time, there's a box of old watches and clocks that no longer keep time, including one of those blinking bedside digital clocks, one stuck on, as Yeats put it, the stroke of midnight. The Kesara Sarah at the end is both from the distant family past and from Marlowe's Dr. Faustus. Beautiful lofty things. One. A Jacob's tin of luggage padlocks, key rings, fuse wires, split pins, wing nut washers, unboxed glockenspiel, stacks of yellowed 90s Times of India, a son's guitar, Anvox amp, BMX handlebar, pads, Nikon tripod, pharmacist's locked Victorian cabinet, an uncle's bird's eye maple escritoire, another's darkroom reels and drum, full cast list, of papier-mâché Punch and Judy heads, ballet pumps, Punchielli's Dance of the Hours when you unclick a lacquered jewel box, plus unsold stocks of my father's book on time. Two, and this battered card box, cardboard box of ours. And this battered cardboard box of ours, of every clock that ever failed the test of time, the clocks that time forgot, whose winged chariots outran, or flew backwards as one did, once chillingly. Superannuated digitals with plugs cut off, or gnawed away inside, corroded by their flaky single cells. And one that pulses on, its scarlet 12,00 frozen, at Gary Cooper's analogue high noon, the pumpkin minute, Yeats's stroke of midnight, good Dr Faust's Mephistophelian R come round, it's still unanswered, blink, still shrugging. Que sera, sera.